Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode! Hi and welcome back to Venice Talks, episode number 29. Hi everybody and welcome back to Venice Talks. Today is a bit special, it's not going to be an interview done on the phone, but it's actually an online live interview in a cafe with my guest Romena Brugnarotto. Ciao Romena. Ciao Monica. Welcome back to the show. So my apologies if there are any noise in the background, but we decided to do it in Venice in one of my favorite places, a bar called Cantina Aziende Agricole, that if you saw the last one one of the last episodes of The Reluctant Traveler, the TV series on Apple TV, you will see where me and Eugene Levy actually filmed. So today with Romena, we're going to talk about the latest news in Venice. Um, right, Romena, first of all, what's new about the uh, so-called tax, the entry tax? Is it happening? Is not happening? What's going on? Okay. So, Monica, this is a question that uh, everybody is asking in uh, before coming to Venice. Uh, and they have to say that uh, there is no tax uh, at the moment. <laughs> so, the only tax you will pay is the same tax that we are paying is about uh, 15 years, if I remember well, is the, what is called the city tax that exactly. you pay on the hotels or Airbnb or uh, apartments mm-hmm. where you stay in Venice and also, remember, in the mainland. The, the tax uh, change changes uh, with the um, class uh, the of the accommodation. Of yeah. The accommodation, yeah, uh, and it is the only tax for the moment. Exactly. So no taxes for people coming, for example, from Treviso that decided to uh, sleep in Treviso and decided to come in Venice just for the day and mm-hmm. go back in the night. L- like we said literally six months ago, but we said it will be nearly impossible to apply uh, and. Rightly so, six months later, the city <laughs> of Venice, here. <laughs> two years later, because they actually first started talking about it two years ago, they still haven't uh, decided to do it. Okay, so that's out of the question. My apologies for the noises, but as I repeat, we are in a live situation right now, and with the Venetians coming and going and drinking their ombre e cicchetti. Okay, another thing that's happening at the moment in Venice, big news, uh, all the medias are talking about it in the wrong way the low water in the city. So is Venice in a drought? <laughs> Not for sure, because in these uh, last days we have also had uh, high tide, yeah. not low tide. So it's a phenomenon that happens sometimes, uh, normally on February and March, sometimes in the in the years. Uh, but it's a phenomenon like the, for example, it's a phenomenon like the high tide. Mm-hmm. That means that doesn't matter doesn't happen that the whole day is low tide or high tide. Three hours, more or less, and then the water goes at normal level. In any case, the moment of the very low tide, I'm not an expert on it, but yeah. I was just reading something before to, yes, for explaining also mm-hmm. to the people. 
because I'm following a lot of wedding proposals and so they are very worried to do yeah. the gondola proposal. Of course, I'm not going to be able to go yeah. on the gondola ride. Yes. Imagine the beautiful picture and the gondolas without any water. Yeah. So they, they were asking to me if water, if there is the water and I'm always uh, replying, yes, there is in any case. Normally, uh, it's not everywhere in the city if you are traveling along the Grand Canal. You are always water. If you are in front of St. Mark, uh, there is the water, so no worries about that. So if you decided to do the gondola ride for a proposal or for every uh, reasons, uh, you can do it in any in any case. So it's just a phenomenon that happens in particular moment of the year. Yeah, usually it's January, February is due yeah, to the yeah, moon. During, yeah, at last of the, at, yeah, at the end of the winter time, we yeah. say. But it's just a thing that never happened all the year. It depends, yeah. like the high tides. Sometimes yeah. you have, yeah. sometimes not. And uh, first of all, the first people worried about that are the Venetian because you are thinking about you, your holidays. Yeah, your holidays. But imagine, for example, if there is an ambulance that yeah. needs course to reach. Uh, a particular building and there is no water, of that course. is a real problem. Yeah, yeah for of course, or deliveries or any other things. Yes. Firemen, police, yeah, of so course, all of that course, stuff. Uh, the Venetian very worried about that. Sorry, guys, not about the gondola rides. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so now let's go to another important thing. Spring is coming and loads and loads and loads of events and exhibitions. Oh, first of all, I don't know if you noticed this, is something I was speaking to other people about it. There is a huge resurgence, a huge rebirth of art in the city of Venice. There, I think there are more exhibitions, uh, foundations, museums than ever before in the city of Venice. So at the moment, what's, uh, the new, what's new as in uh, exhibitions? So first of all, my advice is to um, check before coming. Uh, because what I'm, I'm saying today is that um, a person uh, has a, um, special needs, in, I mean, if you love contemporary art, or if you love classic art, if you love Renaissance art, you have to check it about. So I'm not saying, for example, if it is your first time that you come in Venice, it's not mandatory to go to Goddess Palace, even if it's important for understanding, because, for example, you love uh, contemporary art. And so you can study a little bit an itinerary um, that follow the contemporary museum, the contemporary exhibition. So that is very important. We, have, we are not the same, no? so we can decide what to do when we come over here. If it is your second time or third time, I mean, and you want to come back to Venice, uh, like uh, like always, uh, Venice offers a lot of possibilities. Uh, we are just uh, coming back from an exhibition today uh, that mm -hmm. is dedicated to the Renaissance artist Carpaccio. Yeah, fantastic. In, on the Doge's Palace. Fantastic. One of the best I've ever seen. Loads of red, very vivid colors. Is very well uh, lit. Uh, the lighting was very good and very a good. Uh, the curator did a good job. I think it was very. Uh, so nice. that could be an option if you love contemporary. If you love sorry, Renaissance art, and you are going also on Palazzo Ducale, you can buy the ticket and visit both exhibitions. It should be on until September, right? Uh, yes, uh, beginning of the fall season. Okay. So that could be a, a good advice. But in any case, uh, in, the, in the next few days, we are opening other exhibitions. For example, there will be a new one starting on the March 29. Uh, if you remember, there was a palace called Casa Treocci. Yes. Casa dei Treocci. Yes, on the Giudicale. Where, yeah, where there was a very beautiful exhibition about photo, photography. Yeah. Uh, so they will... Um, 
they, they, they are not anymore over there. So they move in another place that I think is very interesting to see. That is on St. George Island. Uh -huh. So if you, have, if you are going to St. George Island, you have the possibility to see a very beautiful exhibition that will be dedicated to the photographer, Italian photographer Hugo Mulas, mm -hmm. that we open over there. And uh, I think that will be very interesting to see because all this space that they were going to use are new. So they're making an innovation mm -hmm. and it will be very interesting. So literally what's happening is on the, for the people that are listening, on the island of San Giorgio at the moment, there is already what is called Le Stanze del Vetro, mm -hmm. the glass rooms, where for years they've been doing amazing exhibitions about the contemporary um, glass uh, on the, from the island of Murano uh, and it has been always for free at free entry yeah. and uh, the island of San Giorgio decided to do exactly the same thing for the uh, for photos uh, so it's going to be called La Le Stanze della Fotografia so the photographic rooms and I assume it's going to be along the same path as the free entry no I don't do it no you have to pay okay. oh you have to pay okay 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 yeah, I thought this, uh, this will be free entry yeah. No, okay. no, no. You have but, to pay, but uh, always they do interesting, very interesting researches on the um, during the during the exhibition. Yeah. And they offer they always offer also um, visits yeah. with, yeah. Uh, with guided with, tours. Yeah. Yes, guided tours with the the directors. So could be yeah. very interesting. And when you go to Saint George. My suggestion is to go also to visit the monastery of St. Yeah. George. Well, you can spend a whole day in St. Yeah, George. Yeah, it's Yeah, because, because it's a coffee. <laughs> yeah, there's a coffee place. Uh, there so is a beautiful the, the bell tower that you can go upstairs. There is a church that is a beautiful church for yeah. you to visit. Uh, do I say so? Who, who is it from? Is Renaissance, yeah, it's uh, Palladio. It's Palladio, yeah. I was, I thought I was gonna say something wrong. Um, then you have uh, Stanza del Vetro. So it is a beautiful. I think you can spend a yeah, I think so. a good day. In yes, the in, the, in the morning you can visit the monastery. There are guided tours. They give you the audio guide, so they are very beautiful. I tried when they open, they reopen, uh, and then you can have a lunch, yeah. sandwiches or something, and then you can visit in the afternoon. Stanze del Vetro, so the glass room that will reopen in May. Yeah, so they will reopen also. And the the, the, the exhibition of Hugo Mulas. Okay, so. and it's only one uh, water bus stop from St. Mark, yeah. so it's quite actually Line number two, so yeah. very easy to find. What are the exhibitions? Oh, we got the Biennale starting in May. Yeah. Which be the... Biennale is it this year? So this year we are dedicating to architecture. <laughs> okay. So we start uh, uh, 21, if I remember well, of May. Mm -hmm. And it goes until November, like usual end of November so it okay. will be very very important it is here uh, there will be a lady curator okay so that's interesting <laughs> that is interesting okay because I think it will be a, a different view from, yeah. uh, from the past and like uh, all the moments where we have the Biennale remember that it is not only in the Biennale Gardens yep. That are over there, or Arsenale, that are the two main venues. Yeah, so it's not Giardini and Arsenale, and but, Arsenale also. but also because uh, uh, everywhere in the city there are other exhibitions that yeah. you can visit. Uh, all the information are on the website of the Biennale, or you can yeah. find also on my website. Yeah. Um, and also, like we counted the last year, you remember, we started oh my God, counting how many it's about exhibitions. 200, wasn't it? Something no, like 300. 300 actually. Actually, was it, yes. <laughs> so, actually, what's very good about the Biennale, I think, is for me is the best part of the Biennale, is that for six months a year, so many places that usually are closed to the public, so That's palaces, true. homes, churches, and whatever, they usually are not accessible to the public, are actually open for free. And so not only you get to see the art 
of the uh, of a biennale, whatever it be, art or architecture. But you actually get to see the location. Yeah, they, they usually incredible. are amazing location but with beautiful gardens. Generally, places where sometimes people even leave. No, so yeah. they rent part of a of a home the to the biennale yeah. and then the rest. So it's a great opportunity for people to actually come into the city and see the city from another point of view. Yeah, that's true. And um, if I can add something, Monica, um, the biennale offer the possibility. It is not for free, so you have to pay a ticket. Uh, till the end of this month, there is a sort of early bird, so you can buy with a little discount of like five euros. That mm -hmm. would be interesting. Uh, and they offer a very different kind of passes that mm -hmm. you can use. So my suggestion is to take uh, one of the passes, if you are already over here, because you can use uh, the, the pass uh, in the both venues, okay, uh -huh. so Biennale, so Giardini and Arsenale, okay, uh, and visit one time, so one time Giardini and yeah. one time Arsenale, or other ways you can buy a sort of um, full pass for the exhibition uh -huh. okay so you can visit them all the times you want so you okay. can go inside and then go out in last six months and you can yes for all the for all the, um, the biennale so that could be interesting for example if you are rem remaining here a week or something or you are coming back you know i say mm -hmm. a week you come in june and then you would like to come back in october to see other things Uh, that could be a very interesting uh, investment, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, because it's not cheap, I say. Yeah, but, of course, uh, but yeah. if you are, in, I think also going to the Giardini, but also to the Arsenale is not um, only interesting for the architectural part, that's the new uh, stuff, but also for visiting the pavilions that mm -hmm. are very interesting. If you find something on the on the websites, uh, all the, the pavilions were made uh, mostly. Um, In, at the beginning of the last century, so they are very interesting. Yeah. Also, for there's an article. If you go on my website, there is actually an article about the history of the Biennale, how it was born, yeah. and everything. And also, Arsenale is very yeah. interesting no? because uh, all, that part is only open during the Biennale yeah, show. Of course, of course. So you can only visit when the Biennale is open. Yeah. <laughs> What other exhibitions shall we say people should look forward when they come to Venice? Oh, there are uh, there are a lot of uh, a lot of other interesting exhibitions to to see because all the um, What, what we call the, the musei civici, mm -hmm. that are, for example, the Museum Correr, Capesaro, um, the museum dedicated to perfume also. Mm -hmm. uh, all that museums are opening with new exhibitions, uh -huh. so most of them uh, in the same moment of the, of the architecture, so mm -hmm. May. Uh, normally, uh, so that also could be a deserve a visit if you know there is a, a pass that you can buy and you can visit uh, everything you want all the times you want. So mm -hmm. it could be could be very interesting. Uh, and um, if you are coming, remember if you are coming uh, in the for the fall season, but probably we'll do another episode yeah. of our yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely do that. Now, one thing I noticed on social media I was reading the other day is about now you can take your dog. Yeah, I was so, just reading yesterday. Exactly. Not, so uh, they're they doing dog sitting, but where was it? Ducale. Yes. Uh, or it was I think, Correre, uh, I can't no, I, I, the, the photos were taken from the Correr. Correr. But okay. I think it's a project for the old Musei um, Civici. Oh, okay, so okay. The, for the old. Uh, um, What do you call it? for the old group of yes, the civil, of the, that civic means, museums? Uh, uh, Palazzo Ducale, so Correra. Italy, they say yes. You know, it, it, in Italy we are very pet friendly. I think I found it that we tend to be maybe more pet friendly than other countries. As in, just for already for a start, you can take your pet in all restaurants. 
pretty much nobody's yeah. going to say anything. If they are you can yeah, <laughs> and you can take them even for big size, and you can take them in uh, um, shops and so on. You cannot usually, obviously, take them in museums for a question of safety for the artwork and stuff. But from now, the um, Musei Civici are offering a dog sitting yeah, service. Dog. So I think you got to book it probably. Yeah, sure, sure. And while you go out, uh, sorry, you go in watching art, they actually take care of your dog, taking it for walks and stuff. But I think it's a beautiful job. Oh, it's I nice. want to apply for it. <laughs> I want to do it. No, you have some friends that they travel with the dogs. And so we are always to organize what we are going to visit or not because of the dog. Sometimes we live at home alone, <laughs> poor dog. And so in this case, you can uh, you can add a new tech. Yes, you can take the offer and uh, go to visit the museum two hours, yeah. what you need. And then you, when you arrive, your dog is. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say happy. Venice for dogs uh, is a bit of an ambivalent city. As in, it's great because there are no cars, so you can you don't have to worry your car being run no, over. Not. But at the same time, it is a hard city because it's full of people. There's very little grass. Uh, I mean, there are gardens, but they're private gardens. Mm-hmm. So there is yeah. little grass and everything is paved. So in summer for a dog, it's hard. Yeah. Okay. Because it's very hot. They can get the post burnt and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's safe. Very safe. Because, you know, you can... You got to keep your dog on a leash by law. Okay. So you cannot just let your dog run around. But at the same time, it's, uh, you know, you don't have a car, you don't have to worry about Yeah, I don't know your clients, Madhavagra, but my cli- my clients, they always ask why there are so much dogs in Venice. Well, I, I don't... don't <laughs> okay, I got, I got that. This is my theory. Okay, so, so we'll listen if it's so, the same of mine. Until years ago, we had loads of cats. We all know. Cats, Venice was full of stray cats. And I'm not talking pet cats from the home. I'm talking about a lot of feral cats, stray cats. That were causing also a lot of problems because they, mm, they stunk everywhere. They, um, you know, they were dirty. And they could be also aggressive because they used to be in packs, you know. And many years ago, there was an association that took care of it. And they literally moved all the stray cats on a, a separate island. They uh, neuter, neuter them, they, you know, they, they spray them. And so they couldn't replicate. So the actual population of stray cats slowly, slowly, naturally diminished. We still got lots of cats, but they are private cats, you know, pets. I think that the reason why we got so many dogs is because Venice is a city of merchants. Mm-hmm. And merchants are obviously Hello. always pushing, no, no, they're always pushing fashion. Okay. So, whichever is in fashion in Venice was always coming first and pushed forward. So, mm-hmm. since now it is a fashion to have a dog, uh, I think that's what it happened in Venice. You start having more and more people doing it, and all of a sudden, everybody starts having it. And another thing, a lot of Venetians are actually hunters. So mm-hmm. People don't realize that, yeah. but they actually go to the, the yeah, lagoon and hunt. And if you notice, a lot of the dogs in Venice are hunting dogs. The setters, Brittany Spaniels, and so on. I don't know. So I think uh, it's a mix between the people that have little dogs for fashion. Yeah. Because uh, (laughs) it's a thing to do. And doggy bag. Yeah, doggy (laughs) bag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just put them in your bag and you take them around. But I see a lot of people with hunting dogs, and I think that's what it is. I mean, that's my idea. No, my idea is uh, that... uh, 
a part of the dogs are connected with our lockdown. Because okay. if you remember well, uh, during the lockdown, we cannot go out from home just yep. for the just for going <laughs> yeah. to the supermarket. But you, but you could go out with but, a dog. Exactly, you can go. <laughs> you can go out if you have a dog. Yeah. Because yeah, three times, four times per day, we have to yeah go out with the dog. So I think that uh, probably some of the families they adopt the new one in the period or just after the period, just to be sure that. If another lockdown will arrive, they are <laughs> ready. ready. They are I ready don't know. I just think I did that before. I mean, I noticed a lot of dogs being yeah, way before the lockdown. So I just think it's, uh, you know, in Venice, uh, all of a sudden now, you know, all the new bakeries open. You know, for years we didn't have them. Now everybody's opening bakeries. I mean, uh, Venetians are fashion, uh, the fashionista, <laughs> as you want to call them. Okay, so let's move on to something different. Yeah. Romena. What would you do on your typical slow day in Venice? Huh. <laughs> you as Roman. So first of all, I wake up, no, let's say late, about nine o'clock or Vabbè, something like that. Vabbè, so that, that's nice. Uh, and then probably I I plan to visit some new exhibition because mm-hmm. there are, yeah, like we said before, ah, we forgot to talk about Palazzo Grassi. We oh, were there, yes, we okay. were there okay. last... Uh, so you go to Palazzo Grassi <laughs> and visit... Yeah. Palazzo Grassi, there is a very interesting exhibition called Chromorama, and it's dedicated to photos. Yeah, yeah. most of them uh, are uh, are photos. No, no, we are all yeah, photos. all photos. Yes, they, they are for, just for the first room. Four hundred uh, photos. Uh, yeah, about uh, in black and white. Uh, yeah, always coming from Condé Nast. So they are very interesting because they describe uh, the describe the history of uh, say photos, but not only fashion yeah. life from the beginning of the nineteenth. Yeah, nineteen twenty. Uh, yeah. Till I say today because they, we arrived most of the. It was 1980. So they are uh, they are very interesting to see. Uh, I suggest you there is also a podcast. I don't remember if it is in also in English, but okay, you can try with some Italian uh, describing the the picture, describing the period. Yeah. So that could be. And it's very interesting because uh, this exhibition actually has the photos are amazing. There's loads of famous people, of course, because it's we have photo reporters for Vogue, yeah, uh, Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair, and so on. Uh, but they're out of the context of a magazine, so you only get to see the photo. There is only the name of a person, the name of a photographer. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting because there are some icons, yeah, uh, you know, movie star icons, but also political people. There are also normal people and models and stuff. So I've, I've, I really like it as an exhibition. I love the black and white. I know some people don't like the black and white, but I particularly. No, and also Palazzo Grassi is very, very beautiful oh and interesting. Yeah, see, very well. Uh, so you did Palazzo Grassi, then? So then I have uh, lunch somewhere. So yeah. For example, Chiquetti, or we try the one of the last uh, discovery Ooh, yes. we had uh, last uh, Sunday is uh, what is called um, Japanese bakaro. Yeah. <laughs> the Venetian Japanese bak. Yeah. Anosteria Japanese. Yeah, they do more uh, Venetian for the chiketti. Yeah. Uh, but for the, say, lunch and dinner, they are more Japanese. But and they are good. very, very interesting. And uh, guys, they have only a few tables. Yeah. Uh, eight, they, I think it's less than yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Less than eight tables, yeah. So they, they do the lunch without reservation. So yeah. pro- we suggest you, but we don't want that you take our place. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> we so we're not going to go... tell you what it is. <laughs> no, we will. No, we, we suggest you to go early. It's called yeah. Koenji. Yeah. It's near the Frari Church. Yeah. So you will find uh, very... Very easy. Um, um, at lunchtime, we do a set menu. So yeah. for 20 euros, you get a proper meal. And it was really yeah. good. And, and they even uh, they do a la carte. Yes. Uh, they do a la carte. So in the evening, uh, they and uh, for the lunch they don't take reservation, but for the evening you are always to book because it's yeah. very, 
It's very small. Yeah. One. Like, hey, hey, when I'm, we're talking about eight tables, we mean eight two people tables. Yeah. So that's about 16, 20 people in a room. That's yeah. it. And also, if you, for example, if you want to do some remote working, uh, they offer the possibility to go there, have a tea, yeah. and they are open for the whole afternoon until uh, 3 to 6. Uh, so you can take a tea, a piece of cake if you want, yeah. a piece of cake if you want, and then you can okay. work. Uh, they have so after Koenji, where would you go? After Koenji, I will sure take a good coffee. Okay. <laughs> because I need it. So a coffee, there is a tonolo oh, over yeah. there that is pretty close. Uh, or another pastry shop in the... Mama yeah. Fe. Yeah, Mama Fe, Fe also, well, yeah, yeah, that's that's nice. And in the afternoon, I love to go to, in the Sunday afternoon, uh, on the, my slow day, I love to go to the cinema, to the movie theater. Okay. So I have to say, guys, that if you want to see something, there is uh, there are two uh, movie theaters in Venice. One is called the Rossini. It's very close to St. Mark, to the Fenice Theater. And the other one is called the Giorgione, and it's closer to the Vaporetto stop to go to Muran, Muran and Buran. So it's in Canareggio district. Uh, on the Rossini, they do also film in original languages that is not uh, easy yes. to find in Italy. Uh, I, I will actually say to the people coming over, if there are people that actually study Italian, it's yeah, you can go to there. watch an Italian movie. Yeah, that, could be, that could be interesting. There are that sometimes the, uh, the movies are uh, set in a special region and that yeah. could be hard, for example, for the dialects, yeah. different we speak, but it's an experience, yeah, I think. Exactly. So if you want to go to the movie theater in the afternoon, you will find a lot of Venetia going, going there. <laughs> okay, now let's finish instead with uh, talking about, I mean, I, when I asked this question to Romana, she just went like, ah, ah, that's such a stupid question. No, so I've asked her, I, stupid. I, said, I said, okay, let's try to talk about something unusual in Venice, and which she said, yeah, right, okay. But actually, I came up with something, I don't know you, but for example, a couple of weeks ago, maybe three, we actually went to a church in Venice that mm-hmm, I don't, I think it was the first time probably actually yeah. I've seen tourists inside. <laughs> it's called Santiseppo. It's on Castello. Uh, probably one of the most remote, uh, remote parts of Castello. Okay, really hidden hidden away behind the Arsenale, uh, Giardini Arsenale way. Uh, and it was a beautiful church. It was really nice. And was, mm-hmm. there is some amazing uh, uh, paintings there by, who was it? Uh, was it Tinto? Was it Tinto? No, there was uh, Tiziano. Titian. Titian. Yeah. And... Uh, it was really, really cool, and nobody ever goes there. So that's my unusual place to go, Santiseppo. <laughs> Where would you send people? So since uh, spring is coming, because we are uh, mostly at the end of March, I suggest you to go to visit the Lido Island. Okay. I was reading a question the last days about a lady asking if it was, going be- was better to go to the Lido Island of Venice or to the Lido of Jesolo. Okay. <laughs> the two different things, they are, folks. Yes. Totally and, uh, different things. I, I just get crazy when the people, they answer without nothing, without knowing, no because some people answer, okay, you can go to the Lido di Jesolo uh, by water taxi. Okay, let's go there. So <laughs> yeah, you are, yeah. If you decide to oh, spend yeah. 500 two, euros. Yeah, yeah, two, euros. So Lido di Venezia is very, very interesting for the people since spring is coming because uh, it's uh, the island that divides Venice from the from the sea, from the, from the Adriatic Sea. And over there, we have uh, all the beautiful sandy beaches of Venice, but yeah. not only for that. Normally, we open the season in the beginning of May mm-hmm. or 25 of April. It depends how the years go. Yeah, have a feeling, yeah. Yeah. But uh, not, it's not, I'm not 
suggesting the island also only for the beaches yep. because you can just uh, easily rent a bike yep. and go to and go to explore the island well first of all it's a beautiful location because it's got it's all liberty uh all the buildings yeah. are liberty because it was developed i mean it was developed before the 1800s but let's say as the, the lido as we yeah. know it now as the, you know for the uh film festival and uh, for all the excelsior hotel and so on or for the famous film death in venice uh it was developed in 1800s yeah. so you have a beautiful liberty style but um apart from that it's just beautiful there's loads of restaurants as well there are of restaurants so there's one also that um, that do some Thai food that I love it. Okay, yes. <laughs> and uh, but also take a bikes and go to explore the island because it's very beautiful. You can arrive by bikes very easy because there are no bridges, so you can yep. just um, take your time and visit. Uh, you can Ooh. go to Malamocco. Oh yes, what well, before Malamocco we should go to the airport because on uh, the other side, yeah, <laughs> of the Aeroporto uh, 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 Nicelli, the Nicelli's airport is actually was uh, awarded. Um, um, back years ago from the BBC, uh-huh. uh, a prize for being the best looking airport in the world oh. because it was actually designed no, no, again no. in the 1800s, um, no sorry, beginning of the 1900s and it is stunning, it is really all the art deco, it, it kept all the art deco de- uh, decor and uh, furnishing and it's really beautiful. Yeah and it's still used like an airport just for smalling yeah. and right. private flights yeah. but uh, you can so go visit. If you go enough money to arrive by playing guys that <laughs> you can go over there yeah. and um, and sure for sure you can arrive I was saying to Malamocco that is a very beautiful uh, small village uh, in the island have a coffee or sit down for the lunch uh, looking to the, you can decide if you can look to the lagoon or to the to the to the to the sea mm-hmm. so it's, it's very interesting there is also a golf, a golf court so you can yep. go to and play yep. if you if you like there is also an oasis with um, for nature so yep. there is that um, oasis of WWF WWF, um, yeah. WWF and um, right at the end, right at the end, there is a place called uh, what's it called? Uh, Laguna de no, Laguna? Uh, huh? no, what's it called? The end, the right end, uh, the right end at Macaco, you say, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's it called? Um, the end of it is called uh, Alberoni. Yeah, but right at the end of the Alberoni, it's called the end of the, the end of the island or something like that. Okay, right at the end of the end, there is this place that only opens this summer, of course, and is this uh, forgotten in the middle of nowhere, little chalet, cafe, uh, restaurant, bar, whatever, uh, and you can only reach by walking. You yeah. cannot go any other way. You can only walk there. So and you leave your good, bike and you go two, there. I think it's two kilometers walk or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, it's very interesting. So I yeah. suggested to go to explore the Lido Island because nobody think about that, nobody think going over there. And it could be very interesting. It could be a choice also for the hotel. Details because they have uh, they offer uh, yeah. good prices better than the city center. I have to say so. If you book uh, early, not uh, last minute, yeah. you can find uh, interesting prices also. And remember, if you if you find a place uh, close to the Vaporetto stop, you can reach Saint Mark in fifty minutes. Yeah, and the Vaporetto all over the day and those also during the night. So yeah. No problem for coming back if you remain remain in Venice for. Um, for dinner, for example. Okay, Romana, I think we'll talk uh, probably for summer, not for, come on. We'll probably have a, <laughs> a, have a chat and uh, talk again to see what can be done in summer in Venice. Thanks again. So, guys, remember, no city, sorry, no entry tax yet. Yeah. We don't have a problem with a low water. I mean, we do have it, but it's not caused by a drought. Loads of information on this podcast about what to do in Venice in the upcoming months and, and more. Thanks, Romana. Thank you,
soon and chin chin because we are here eating and drinking while you're listening. <laughs> ciao, ciao a tutti. Ciao, ciao. Thank you again, Romena, for all the beautiful information you've given us. You can find Romena at www.romeinvenice.com and on all social medias as Venice. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at Cooking Venice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featured in the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media Hey podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.